Hey guys, this is Jenny here, and today we are going to start our first of eight podcast series for the book Strong Enough to Last. So if you are listening in on this podcast and you're not a part of our kids ministry team, this training um, is coming from Strong Enough to Last by David J. Boyd. It's about building spiritual depth into our kids. So if you want to check that book out, I strongly suggest to get a copy. It is great for parents. It's great for kidmen leaders. It's an awesome book, and that's why we are starting this podcast. So today we will begin um, a little intro into Strong Enough to Last and then into the eight goals that David breaks down in this book. So I just want to put that out there that these are not all of my views. A lot of this is taken from his book. So make sure to check that book out. It's on Amazon. It's on myhealthychurch.com. So here we go. Here's today's first session of our Strong Enough to Last training sessions. Proverbs 22, 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Research writer George Barna admits that he underestimated the importance of discipling kids. In his research, he was shocked to find the absolute necessity of adequately discipling individuals during childhood. He states, A person's moral foundations are generally in place by the time they reach age nine. Anyone who wishes to have a significant influence on the development of a person's moral and spiritual foundations had better exert that influence while the person is still open-minded and impressionable. In other words, while the person is still young. These keywords open and impressionable remind us that kids are soft clay, impressionable, pliable, and teachable. Barna's statistics bear out Proverbs 22.6 when he states, By age 13, your spiritual identity is largely set in place, and in essence, what you believe by the time you are 13 is what you will die believing. Unless God miraculously intervenes later in their life, childhood is where kids' spiritual foundations are built. This is why we do what we do. It must be the goal of all Kidmen leaders to share their faith with the kids that they reach day after day. May our love for God become the love of our children for God. The first step for building the spiritual foundations of kids is to decide on a blueprint. Here are a few ideas for our church Kidmen Blueprint. Number one, it is our goal that every child impacted by our discipleship efforts will choose to live for God the rest of his or her life. These children will be spiritually sound enough through knowing God, his word, and through genuine relationships with Kidmen leaders and Christian friends to resist the attacks of the enemy that will come against them. It is our plan to invest our best efforts in discipling kids within our church family and evangelizing the lost kids of our community. 
It is our goal to disciple kids through the eight goals of discipleship. These goals include raising up kids who are one, powerful in prayer, two, responsive in worship, three, spirit empowered, four, biblically fluent, five, actively serving, six, bold in faith, seven, giving selflessly, and eight, living like Christ. We are going to review each one of these eight goals throughout these podcast episodes. The first one today that we're going to look over is powerful in prayer. Before we get started on the first goal, powerful in prayer, here's a few tips for each of us. Determine that each kid is worthy of your investment. Learn the background of each kid. Know which ones do and don't have both parents. Know which ones have Christian parents. Spiritually adopt each child. Determine that they are your spiritual kids and treat them as such. Don't forget to do the things parents should do. Talk about your faith, your God, how you were saved, and what God has done for you. Kids will first serve the God you serve and then will love the God you love. Another tip, come up with your own blueprint, a a pact in writing that states your purpose to impact the next generation. We all want to impact the next generation. That's why we're in kids ministry in the first place. So write down what your goals are for impacting the next generation. What do you want to see personally as you minister to these kids at our church? As Kidman leaders, we often underestimate the importance of our influence on the lives of the kids we see. Often the most important reason a child comes to church is to see their Kidman leader, to feel like a family. This is the most important thing over activities, games, snacks, or anything else. Kids are looking for that individual who knows their name, who notices them, smiles at them, and speaks, speaks affirmation into their lives. When you notice them, they love you. After they love you, they will learn to love your God. The meat of our training today is going to be the first goal of the eight, powerful in prayer. Prayer is so important. It is essential in our communication with God. So we really need to focus in on this one because many times kids don't know how to pray. Kids aren't sure what to say. Kids aren't sure if there's a right or wrong way to pray. So we want to make sure that they become powerful in prayer at this foundational level. Kids need to learn the many avenues of prayer, including prayer for help, strength, courage, wisdom, healing, comfort, salvation, direction. When children pray, their prayers provide a glimpse of their spiritual depth. Their prayers reveal the relationship with God, their faith, their values, and their expectations. Whether kids pray before bed, at the altar, in church, or at home, their prayers clarify their understanding of God. 
This is especially true when their prayers are answered. As is true of every believer, kids learn the power of prayer when their prayers are answered. Kids can intercede powerfully for others. There are several lessons kids learn when they pray and God miraculously answers. First, they learn that God hears them when they pray because he answered their prayer. Second, he answered. since he answered, they realize God is alive. They know that God is real. And third, they understand that God cares about them because he was willing to answer their prayer. They realize that God is powerful because he was mighty enough to answer their prayer in a supernatural way. Prayer is a mighty avenue for kids to discover God, his love for them, and his greatness. We must model prayer for the kids. As the Kidman leader exemplifies a passion to pray, kids learn the joy of prayer. Prayer gives kids the opportunity to experience divine moments with God. So here are some ideas and opportunities that we can make available for the kids to actually participate in prayer. Opening the classroom in prayer. This would be a great time to do this on Wednesday nights in kids clubs. Praying for the sick, praying for our missionaries, praying for the lost, or praying at the altar. Author Dick Gruber emphasizes this when he says, All of these experiences further the spiritual nurture of the children, which is the purpose of the church. A wise Kidman leader gives opportunities to pray aloud in front of others. Boldness grows when kids pray aloud. You can help them overcome any hesitancy if you affirm them when they pray in front of others. One important thing that we have to remember is we can never force a child to pray out loud or embarrass them by asking them to pray. We always must let the kids volunteer to pray out loud. Praying in front of others can be a traumatic experience for a child, and we don't want that to happen. We want to prevent that because it could prevent them from attending our kids' ministry altogether for fear that they have to get up in front of others and pray. I myself will be honest, I was one of those kids when I was younger. I was very shy. I didn't like to be called on for anything, and being called on for prayer would have made me revert and not want to be there. So we have to make sure that we include the kids in prayer, but we give them the opportunity to pray. We can include them in various times of prayer, such as prayer circles, prayer partners, prayer lines, silent prayers, or corporate prayers. Corporate prayers are what we do a lot in kids' church services where we have everybody repeat after me. Those types of prayers give the kids opportunity to pray without feeling like they're the only one or they're standing out. Um, it also These opportunities also allow them to hear the pr- prayer needs of others so they can rejoice when with prayer answers to the prayers. Um, so these things can be easily done, kids clubs, small groups, or a beginning um, of an activity. We can start with smaller crowds and then work up to our larger group services like the kids' church services. 
David Boyd um, said in this book, when we emphasize the power of prayer, we reinforce kids that God exists. They sense his presence, they see his answers to prayer, and they feel his love. We must also teach kids that prayer is not a wish list to a heavenly Santa Claus, but it is an interactive communication between them and their heavenly father. Prayer becomes a time of worship, relationship, and intercession, which is a strategic goal of their spiritual development. we teach children to pray we impact their lives forever forever the goal for kids to be powerful in prayer is a first and strategic step in developing kids who will be strong enough to stand firm in christ no matter what challenges come into their lives prayer builds spiritual champions so here are some tips um, to wrap up our podcast today about powerful in prayer Give prayer time a prominent spot in your weekly sessions. Like I said, I think that one of the best spots to begin having kids pray, volunteer to pray by themselves would be in kids clubs on Wednesday nights um, and continue the corporate prayer during our kids services and start offering at certain times of the service a opportunity for them to pray which we'll get to here in a minute and some question answer time at the end the more kids participate in prayer the more natural it's going to be for them to pray um, we need to let them pray for one another's needs set aside a time so that they can pray at the altar teach them prayer is not just asking God's for God's help but praising and thanking him for who he is and what he has done for us Our job is to teach kids how to pray. God's job is to answer their prayers and show them who he is. A faithful, powerful, loving father, friend, and Lord. So we never want to neglect an opportunity to help kids become powerful in prayer. So I have two questions for you guys today ending this podcast. Number one, how do we accomplish this goal in our kids ministry how does this look what does it look like how do we um, give these opportunities in small group times like kids club um, all the way to our whole group times like our kids services where can we start including these opportunities for kids to pray Um, in these different settings, in these different times. So I want you to think about that. How do we accomplish this goal in making our kids powerful in prayer in our kids' ministry? And then the second question today, what steps can we do or can we take to help the parents at home to create their kids' Um, prayer life what can we do to help them at home make their kids powerful in prayer what can we send home what resources can we provide what can we do to help those parents that may not know how to get their kids powerful in prayer they may be a home that this is all new to them and the parents might not even know how 
to pray or feel strong enough to teach their kids how to pray. So how do we resource our parents and our families to all feel powerful in prayer and to help their kids become powerful in prayer? So those two questions, I want you to think those questions over and we'll follow back up again with the answers that you guys have. You can put them in our group um, text, send them to me, whatever ideas you have on how we can help our kids be powerful in prayer in all of our settings in our kids' ministry and how can we help and resource the parents at home as well. Thank you guys for listening today. Next time we will go into the second of the eight goals, which will be responsive in worship. See you guys later.